Hello, my name is Samuel George London, and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. Today's return guest is comic book creator Renton Hawkey, where I'll be asking him how he's been getting on in the super-intelligent ape uprising, as well as what comics he's been reading recently. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Comic Scene, where you can read comic news and become part of a community of fellow comic lovers. To find out more, be sure to visit comicscene.org. And on a side note, if you enjoy the show today, please leave a review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever podcast service you use, as not only will let me know that you liked it, but believe that it helps other people aware of the show as well. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Renton Hawkey. How's it going? Hey, Sam. I'm uh, doing well. I'm grateful that uh, yours is not a, a video podcast. Uh, it's just uh, <laughs> not coming together. It's not coming together for me today. I don't know what's going on. Oh, really? Is it bad hair day? Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm no prize, but uh, you know, you can only look as good as you can look, right? But uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Today it's not working, bud. I don't know. It's not working. Oh man. I'm I'm waiting for next week to have my hair cut because mm. I've got a, I've got an event in like a few weeks time and I wanted to like have it ideal for them. So my my hair's like growing over my ears and not in like a cool way. Like I've got like <laughs> long hair or something. It's like just in that awkward phase, like where it's like right. half an inch or something. And it's yeah. like okay, you need to get a haircut. <laughs> not not whimsical like uh, Jim Halpert from The Office or something, right? Certainly not. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. not 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 anywhere near that. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I do that thing where uh, whenever I have an event coming up, uh, you know, my wife, uh, dearest lady hockey, um, she uh, she pressure me to uh, shave my mustache, and I'll I'll go for it, and then I'm just like very uncomfortable the whole evening so i'm like this is i don't even this isn't my face like this is not what i yeah, look like exactly. well, well, people are meeting me but then the next see. time they see me and i have a mustache and be like who is that guy did she get remarried <laughs> yeah yeah right it's amazing how much that trans transforms a face yeah 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 <laughs> totally um anyway um for, for for the listeners that aren't aware of who you are and what you do what do you do in the world of comics <laughs> so i am an independent comics creator um i don't no, I, you know, any other title I can take, uh, cause I, I do <laughs> the writing, the drawing, the coloring, the lettering, I do everything. Uh, so I'm a, a one man band. I self publish comics. I've had a couple shorts picked up here and there. I've done some professional illustration here and there, but, um, you know, pretty much all indie and, uh, all on my own. Um, and probably my main thing, um, I've got two sub stacks. One of them is just my newsletter uh, where, you know, it's kind of talk shop uh, and, and post, you know, pieces of art that don't go anywhere else. Uh, short comics from time to time. But uh, the main thing is the ongoing Ronin Digital Express. Uh, so it's a separate sub stack publication that is an ongoing um, sort of spaghetti Western samurai movie hybrid but with the paint job of like '90s anime, like think like Trigun, mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, that kind of stuff. So there's a lot in that cocktail. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it's probably my main claim to fame there. 
hundred percent, man. And I'm subscribed to both of those. Um, and for the for the listeners that aren't, where 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 do they and how do they subscribe to that newsletter? Sorry, yeah, well, that. I mean, you can find me uh, from multiple routes. Um, uh, probably the easiest way, just Google Renton Hockey, because nobody else has that name. <laughs> um, and you'll likely find my Substack page, or you know, possibly Twitter or Instagram at Renton Hockey. Um, and then, yeah, every pretty much whatever profile I have out there, I've got a link tree in my bio that that uh, has all my links. Um, same with like rentandhockey.com. Um, and then, yeah, you just kind of pick your poison. If you want to follow me on the socials, you can. If you want to check out the publications, you can. They're right up top. Uh, so, yeah, I just just find me by my name, and um, you'll you'll find uh, you'll find the hub where everything is pretty quickly. 100%. Um, and of course, all those links are in the show notes, folks. So you feel free to go check out Renton's work whilst we're chatting. Uh, now, last time we spoke, we left you in a super intelligent ape uprising. So how's that <laughs> been treating you? Uh, I have not re-listened to that in some time, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm pretty... My instinct is telling me that I probably told you I would opt out of the experience altogether. Um <laughs> So yeah, I'm assuming that uh, it's been a year, so my body has decayed. Uh, I hope that another survivor has found the ammunition and the gun that I used and has made good use of it. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, I'm just kind of pleasantly taking a very, very long nap, I would say. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, during during that long nap, let's imagine that the uh, the the apes have become so intelligent that they they're able to bring back people from the dead via a hologram so mm. kind of in a red dwarf kind of way if you know do you know red dwarf yeah 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 it's a bbc yeah. show right yeah yeah that's right that's right yeah um and so yeah they managed to bring back one of the characters who dies off like in the first episode oh, um and bring him back as a hologram <clears throat> um and he's like always constantly having this existential crisis because obviously he's a dead man but yeah. he's a, he's alive through a hologram um <clears throat> But uh, yeah, no, just imagine that you're in that very same situation. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, we, we managed to get chatting about comics. And mm. um, seemingly in this past year, you've been rather busy with uh, Ronin Digital and you're just um, launching a Kickstarter, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm doing that actually just as a quick aside, that would probably be my ideal situation for the simian apocalypse because, uh, yeah. as long as I cannot be ripped apart limb by limb, uh, by chimpanzees, <laughs> uh, I think that I could probably weather everything else. So, so I'll take the red dwarf, uh, hologram version, uh, anytime. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So uh, Ronin Digital Express, uh, I wrapped up kind of the main prototype first arc uh, sometime last year. I took a little break uh, and then um, I was uh, invited to take part of a, uh, a comics anthology that was going to be crowdfunded. Um, didn't work out. Uh, you know, nobody's fault. These things just kind of happen. Uh, but I had 20 pages of, of new stuff, you know, I had like a new standalone adventure. Um, and you know, you don't really need to have read the web comic before checking this out. Um, it stands Mm -hmm. on its own. Um, and yeah, I just kind of, you know, thought, what the hell I'll, uh, I'll put it on Kickstarter with a couple of tiers with, uh, you know, stickers and a bookmark and some prints and 
you know, custom sketch options and that sort of a thing. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. hundred percent. That's awesome, man. And and this one is, as you say, it's a one shot. You don't necessarily have to have read the web comic or mm-hmm. anything. And it's called tower of death. So right. tell us yep. a bit more about that. Yeah. So it's uh you know, it's 20 page story. It's a one shot. Like I said, um, the world is, uh, you know, kind of spaghetti Western themed, but um, probably heavier visually on uh, sort of like the samurai, old samurai movie kind of vibe. But, um, you know, some sometime in the future. Uh, so it has kind of that patina of like, you know, Metal Gear Solid or Trigun or like I said, those 90s anime. Uh, so it's, it's kind of an interesting intersection of uh, cool stuff. Uh, and the story is pretty simple. It's, uh, you know, you follow the the unnamed Ronin protagonist from the original webcomic. Uh, and he just sort of saunters into a local crime boss's hideout to get back something that was stolen from him. Uh, and then he gets his ass kicked a lot trying to get it. Um, he just It's just a straight up and down 20 page action spectacle of him, you know, getting knocked down over and over and... Uh, and getting back up uh, to uh, to get what's what's been stolen from him. So uh, the characters uh, in it are pretty archetypical. I mean, I've I've mentioned before it's it's got kind of like an Indiana Jones trope vibe to it. You know, you have like femme fatale, you've got gigantic henchmen, you've got you know sleazy crime lord Lao Shea kind of a guy. So you know, really easy to grab onto, really easy through line. Uh, Hopefully just a really enjoyable, quick read, uh, easy to get into, not like a ton of backstory world building stuff that, you know, you have to catch up on, sit down, have just a quick, you know, run through, uh, this just action story. And, uh, you know, hopefully if I, if I accomplished my story, um, my goals anyway, uh, yeah, you just kind of feel afterwards like, wow, that was some like really good like manga samurai comic art and that was just like a really fun quick story and uh yeah this guy seems to know what he's doing i'm gonna check out the rest of his stuff that's that's the goal so um i'll I'll know i've succeeded if if that happens that's awesome um and uh you know how's because you're incredibly consistent on releasing your weekly substacks um and uh yeah no i'm I admire that. It's incredible because you know I'm sure you've got a, a, a busy life elsewhere. Um, so how how do you do that? I have definitely been falling a little bit behind lately, but I I kind of gave everybody a heads up that that would happen because I'm I'm heads down on a new project now. Uh, but yeah, no, I do try to at least keep it going. Uh, you know, like two or three times a month. Mm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just. Uh, I, I just, I've got, um, I did kind of the hard work of dividing the newsletter into categories. So I have these like stylized headers that kind of give you an indication each issue. Yeah. Like, oh, this is like a, this is like a recommendation newsletter. I can, you know, so if that's not your mm-hmm. thing, you know, I'm, I'm going to skip this one. This newsletter is a, uh, you know, like a, a work in progress kind of thing behind the scenes, see a little bit more of the process. So if you're like really into that, you're like, oh, this is one I want to check out. There's others that are like, you know, news and announcements like, hey, I've got a new thing coming out, whatever. Um, I have like a, you know, not safe for work tier where I do like pinups and things like that. So there's like a lot of variety in there so that 
I kind of feel like, um, I don't know, people can sort of engage with it as much as they want to. Um, and it doesn't really kind of get dull and tired of uh, just being the same thing over and over again. Like, Oh, was it a con this weekend? And Hey, like, well, you know, it's there, there's some variety there. You get a pretty good picture of, of me. And, you know, I think that the, uh, the reason it's easy to kind of keep up with it is because there's always something to say, you know, I mean, as long as I'm working on comics or watching movies or reading things that are inspiring me or, um, you know, got things that I'm working on that I'm, that are coming out soon. There's, there's always stuff to talk about. So, uh, that helps. Um, but yeah, it, it is kind of a discipline. Um, typically I draft them on a Friday. It takes hour, hour and a half. Um, so yeah, you do have to find the time for sure. But, um, but yeah, the, uh, the consistency is I think just a byproduct of, um, having opened up the kind of content I do there and, and just always having something to say. That's awesome. Yeah. On, on that, like having something to say, what's kind of, what's your muse, you know, what, what inspires you? Oh, that would be my beautiful bride, dearest lady hockey. She's uh, my inspiration, (laughs) you know? Um, uh, you know, I, I think that, um, aside from her and her, her blinding beauty, um, I would say, uh, I just kind of have my, I have my, my lanes, you know, like I have my genres that I like and there's just a lot to explore still, you know, I mean, like uh, if I'm researching, more Ronin Digital Express. I mean, there's a million books that I can read about samurai culture or uh, Japan or sword fighting or you know, like you know, whatever. And and you know, I'll, I'll find a footnote here that takes me in a total different direction. There's a whole book that I just bought that's about um, uh, it's like no sword technique, like fighting with no sword. And it's like, oh, that's a cool idea. I can maybe put into a story someday. I'm going to read that mm-hmm. book. You know, so there's always something mm-hmm. to it's always something to learn, you know, and it's kind of the same with movies. Like there's, you know, as much as I love Westerns um, there, you know, I love Japanese movies too. And there's like, there are so many like samurai movies and like TV shows and there's just always something to do. There's just always something to do. And then not that's, that's completely separate from whatever's going on in comics. Right. I mean, like I've got friends who always have things coming out. Um, you know, I follow, uh, various titles from people who aren't my friends who I look up to. There's a lot of back catalog stuff in comics. Like, you know, Oh, I'm going to go check out, you know, Alex Toth's catalog finally or something, you know, there's always something like that to do. So yeah, there's just a lot, there's a lot out there. It's a really, it's a great time to, to be alive as someone who, who loves art, I guess that sounds a little bit. That sounds a little bit pat, I guess, but uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, not at all, man. I mean, there is is a heck of a lot, and like creatively, I think there's is kind of it's it's really amazing what's happening at the moment. I think, um, particularly yeah. as we as we get a handle on proper indie creation as well, and now that that's like a it's a genuine possibility for a lot of people. Um, so yeah. a lot of new cool ideas, there's I no, think, uh, coming there's through. no gatekeepers anymore, you know, and the ones that are left, exactly. uh, you know, if it, sometimes it can be a better deal to go on your own than to go with like a traditional mm. publisher these days. I mean, who could have mm-hmm. thought that would happen? So yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. I mean, the, the pie is getting bigger and it's only going to keep getting bigger. That's it, man. That's it. <clears throat> but, um, I'm just thinking that it's, it's one thing to kind of 
like see things and kind of come up with ideas but taking those ideas to to an actual story and then that story to to the page um kind of what's your process there yeah um i don't know let's uh let's punt the question to uh, a year from now and see what i say then <laughs> um yeah and it's um i would say that i writing wise um you know i I work sort of, uh, I'll drop like the really, you, you know, feel free to cut out all my ums and ahs and pauses if you, if you want to, but That's uh, so good, <laughs> yeah, save on some time. Um, I just kind of start, I tend to start big and then kind of work my way in, you know, so I, I'll, I'll kind of dump, maybe I'll just have like a picture in my head of like a scene or something. Oh, it'd be cool mm. if like some characters wound up in this poignant situation okay well how did they get there and then like you know this is a lot of like writing in your head while you're washing dishes and mowing the lawn kind of stuff right Eventually, so you're more of a reverse engineer yeah i think guy. so <laughs> i i'm just i, I kind of start with like one scene and then i'm like how do we mm -hmm. get there and then yeah i work from like a big messy outline and then i just trim 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 and then uh yeah i i, I let it take its time. You know, it might, it might be months of just, uh, Oh, I just had a cool idea. I'm going to go add it to the outline or whatever. And then, mm. you know, by the time it feels like it's uh it's good to go and it's a story, um, I'll commit it to a script and that's not really a very long process for me, uh, because I think all the, right. the heavy lifting has been done. So that's kind of transcription almost. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll, uh, and my script style is very threadbare because I'm also the artist. So I don't have these yeah. like dense, you know, panel reference photo and, links and yeah. All sorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I try to make it easy on myself. Like I tend to keep things between like five to eight panels, eight being like really pushing it. I try to put in like, you know, like the old Marvel John Bushima thing. Like I try to like do as many splash pages or double splashes as I can. So just a lot of opportunities to show up on the art side. Um, nice. so yeah, like once it gets kind of the, the art stuff, that's like sitting down and yeah, character design. And, you know, I've, I've started doing this thing lately where I'm like making more like world building kind of like back of, um, what's that called? Like back matter material, like ahead of time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll do some of that for a month and then, uh, yeah, I'll just kind of sit down and start drawing and that's a process that probably could be optimized quite a bit. Uh, cause I just kind of do a lot of like, you know, scribbling and like, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. And, you know, I'll, I'll kind of get something 75% of the way there and then, you know, redraw this and that half a dozen times. So the art, the art is a lot more messy, I think, than the writing process, but, uh, you know, we, we get there eventually. Nice, man. Nice. Uh, now, kind of talking about inspiration and, and things like that, um, what comics have you been reading recently? Yeah, so um, I think number one, uh, the book that I've been really just boosting everywhere I go is this book called Kali. Uh, by, uh, it was published by Dark Horse, written by Daniel Friedman, um, art by Robert, uh, I think it's Samelin is how you pronounce his name. Mm. Um it's a huge like European album style, you know, book, uh, hardcover. I don't know how many were printed, uh, but I think it's a little bit hard to get now. I mean, you can get it obviously digitally, but, uh, yeah, hard copies, harder to get. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I'm just, I, this book I keep talking about because I, I didn't see anybody talking about it. And that really, that really surprised me that I did not see mm. a lot of chatter about it. I don't remember seeing it in previews. I'm sure it was, but I don't remember seeing it. Um, yeah, there just was not, I almost completely missed it. And it's this book that's, it's also kind of a, you know, post-apocalyptic. It's got kind of like Mad Max vibes and you follow this, um, like a biker gang, um, you know, leader, uh, on her, uh, revenge quest against, uh, the rest of her gang who betrayed her and left her for dead. So really just straightforward story. Uh, the art is again, it's sort of just an, a nonstop action, uh, kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just so the art, particularly so well done. Um, yeah, I just, I cannot believe that there was not more buzz about that book. Uh, so Kali, um, K A L I, uh, by dark horse. Uh, if you can get your hands on that, uh, you will not regret it. Yeah. It looks really cool. And yeah, no, I, I hadn't come across it either. Um, well, I haven't come across it until you mentioned it. Um, mm. <clears throat> and it definitely looks like my kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's seems really cool um and yeah, so, yeah. I, I i have not run across anybody yet who's been like eh, it doesn't look like this for me <laughs> so, like, yeah I I know. like like some like a leader of a biker gang is left for dead and is on a revenge quest perfect right. sounds great <laughs> right well one of the other books i'm reading is carmen uh which just got collected um into a trade at image by uh gillam march uh, and he's mm. another writer, you know, all in kind of guy, a writer, artist, everything. That's a book where like, I could see someone flipping through it and being like, this is not for me at all. You know what I mean? Like that's, mm-hmm. it's very French. It's very, you know, just kind of offbeat. Uh, you could probably sell almost anybody on the art because the art is amazing. And there's this like mm-hmm. double page spread early on. That's like the insides of an apartment building. And I've never, I've never seen anything quite like it. And it must've taken a lot of a lot of time to draw to be honest and it just has one of those uh you know um kind of walking talk scenes or whatever um but yeah there's a lot of craft in that book so like i recommend that one too obviously just for anyone who's um you know really into good art uh, in comics uh, especially sort of like a european style of art uh but yeah like that one i could see being kind of offbeat as a recommendation but yeah kali like i don't really i think that's pretty has pretty wide appeal yeah totally um but yeah no carmen looks cool as well um, yeah and it, yeah, i like just, it but yeah i can i can yeah. see it not being yeah good. i can see i can see that it wouldn't be everybody's cup of tea right 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 um i mean you can read the first issue on the image website um mm. which is pretty cool um as long as you're over 18 <laughs> and it's like it's so funny those isn't it it's like are you over 18 it, some kid that's like 12 is going to just going to obviously click. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's just a, total theater, right? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it always has been, I think anybody who started in the dial up days and ran into those, uh, those paywalls, yeah, right. uh, oh my gosh, seriously, <laughs> nobody is watching that door. So, um, yeah, no, it is over 18. It's the, the main character is a recently dead woman and she basically just flies around naked for the entire thing, uh, propelled by, uh, her farts. So, um, yeah, there you, that within that <laughs> sentence, you can probably figure out whether or not it's for you. Um, so 
<laughs> totally, totally. But yeah, no, you can get like as long as you're over eighteen, you can go read the first issue on on the Image website and see if it's your cup of tea. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, there's an interesting um, scene on the toilets, basically, <laughs> yeah. um, in that first issue. So th- if that doesn't tickle your fancy, don't read it. But if the, if, yeah, the, if you are intrigued be, right? by a scene um, on on the toilet and a B day. Uh, yep. <laughs> go, go for it <laughs> yeah many americans probably won't know what that is but i do i'm cultured yeah so. that's yeah it's, it's, it's what well and my wife is french so like mm-hmm. yeah i'm well acquainted and because we don't really have b-days in in the uk either yeah. so b-day is, is to wash your bum yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so shoot some shoot uh, some warm water yes. up there and then don't don't look back just leave exactly yeah mm-hmm. totally <laughs> ciao for now um yeah, business yeah, no, and pleasure um, yeah yeah right <laughs> awesome um and then uh what's your what's your third recent read yeah uh well i'm uh i'm tr- i'm trying and kind of failing to read uh todd mcfarlane's adjectiveless spider-man um from marvel way back in the 90s um mm. we're having a couple of issues when i was a kid and being just bowled over by how cool i thought it was and it's not holding up for me too much unfortunately um Hmm. yeah so and it's kind of i feel like it's kind of hard to follow um plot wise and dialogue wise and art wise um there's definitely a lot of mood and a lot of style to it um but yeah i'm not i'm not i'm kind of struggling through it i'm 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 going back and forth on whether or not you know, I should like listen to my completionist instincts and like finish it, or if I should just mm. move on to something else. Um, yeah. Is it a physical copy or digital? Yeah. Yeah. It's a physical copy. Um, I think that's part of the, uh, the guilt over not finishing it is like, well, I bought it. Yeah, like I'm going to finish it, but, um, <laughs> or are yeah, you just going to eBay it? <laughs> uh, yeah, possibly. I, well, it's, my move is usually to donate it to the library if I don't want it. Yeah, but, there you um, go. Good for you, man. Yeah, well, they don't. <laughs> I wish they felt that way. I usually, I'm just the guy who shows up with comics, and they're like, "Not you again!" Like we have oh, so many we'll comics put it in, now. in the bin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like these kids need to learn something, and I just like drop it on the table and run away. Um, yeah, no, it's a, and I, I've said on like I really, it's strange because Todd McFarlane for me is someone that I really honestly look up to mm. in terms of just his sort of business sense, yeah. you know, like his. Yeah. Uh, his instincts for just sort of doing whatever he wants to do and, and getting out of situations like with mm-hmm. previous publishers where he's like, this is just not working for me. And like, you know, how many of us stay in a job, you know, for so long that we're not happy with. And he's just like, nah, I don't like this. I'm going to go do something else. You know, it's a, I really, I really appreciate him as a guy, but yeah, as, as an artist, I don't, uh, I don't know that he's for me. Just gotta yeah, be honest. Yeah. Well, that's it, man um and uh that's uh it's the beauty of life isn't it take take it or leave it um yeah. and uh yeah no if it's not for you it's not for you but i mean yeah as you say he's he's kind of inspiring business wise for sure um, yeah yeah he is um nonetheless um and then um yeah what what else you've been reading yeah uh well i recently wrapped actually my first run through of uh the alan moore swamp thing uh Nice. You know, obviously from DC, various illustrators. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's not really much I can say 
there's not much new I can say about that that probably hasn't already been said. Yeah, you, you don't have a hot take. <laughs> no, I, I would just say the critics are right. Um, there are definitely yeah. there are definitely some issues that are kind of they don't they don't stand the test of time. I'll put it that way. Like some of the the political issues, right. and this might be a warning to people who you know really are invested in making like political art now. Is like, oh, well, sometimes mm. these things don't really you know, hold together even just a few decades later. And I think there definitely are some entries in, in the, uh, the canon there that, that don't, they just kind of, I don't know, they either, they don't really have the urgency or make the sense that they used to, or Mm -hmm. at worst, they're kind of cringy, you know? Um, but there's a lot, that's a small minority of what's in there. I mean, almost Mm -hmm. everything in there is stunning and, you know, you should Mm -hmm. buy it. Everyone who, loves it is correct to love it so that's my conclusion yeah fair play nice yeah. um and yeah no like there's like a it's a full like you know um thick old thing like the the whole collection um yep. like how big is it in total just trying to look I, it it's like six trades or something like that six trades nice yeah yeah and it's not terribly expensive yeah, not i'm not letting Either. that one go to the library like it's pretty yeah right no it's, it's fairly reasonable like um on amazon there it's yeah, like six, six it's about just over 60 bucks that's what i like think i got it. i got it, i got it on a sale awesome. yeah it was on yeah. amazon for like it was marked down to like 45 bucks and i was like yeah no, no shit of course sure man 100 percent. now is the time for me to read alan moore's swamp deal. thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly so. <laughs> the time has arrived <laughs> Nice, right. nice. Um, and then uh, your uh, your your last read is is one that a lot of people are reading at the moment. Yeah, not not breaking any new ground here. Um, I wanted to pick, uh, you know, I mean, all the ones that we talked about are trades right now. So I wanted to pick an ongoing. Uh, like everybody else, I'm reading the uh, the Mark Miller Super Band book, uh, The Ambassadors. So, um, as I understand it, I think issue three just came out yesterday as of the recording um i'm still behind i haven't gotten an issue two yet but uh yeah i mean frank quietly um travis charest i mean his first work in god knows how long i mean mm. how can you say no you know 100 <laughs> percent, man 100 yeah. percent. um and yeah for those that haven't come across it like what's the what's the premise yeah i don't I don't totally know on it's the, there's something like um like there's mm. six there's like a it's it's like a Silicon Valley South Korean entrepreneur lady yeah. who is in jail for presumably horrible white collar crime but somehow has made a robot version of herself that has superpowers and she's going to give superpowers to like five or six more people one from each country and like the terms are like they just have to be like nice people or something like that and um the the book does it's a very like mark miller kind of book where they're they're hopping around she's at like a you know ted or something like that giving her speech about you know whatever and there's like you're cutting around to like the white house and you know to like the media and they're like why isn't she in jail how is she on stage right now and like you know in, in the white in the white house they're like you know sir she's gonna give superpowers but only to good people and he's like horrifying horrifying yeah and no so, <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of that just like mark miller kind of satire stuff uh going on but 
Yeah, I think yeah. the first issue pretty much just kind of kicks everything off uh, for the most part. Um, as far as mm. the, interest, in, the intricacies of the plot, I don't think you really get much past kind of the high level pitch uh, in the first issue. But def, I mean, yeah, intriguing. Yeah. I'm mostly there for the art, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, the story so far is is interesting. Yeah, no. Um, and I was just looking at the uh, the six different covers. So all of the covers are available on on the Image website. Um, the final one looks interesting yeah um kind of looks like it's all coming to a head there. are you talking about variant um, covers or just the covers of the whole series yeah no no just the, just the covers okay. like the front covers of all of the different issues oh, okay, like okay. six different issues and i think it's obviously cover a that they chose yeah. for the thumbnail yeah when people them. are when people start talking variant covers i i feel like a like an alcoholic in recovery like i'm like i need to walk away from yeah this right because like mark miller's gone all out because on yeah on, on the first issue there's five yeah five I, variant covers come on mark this yeah. is outrageous i'm i'm the i am definitely the idiot who always picks up an issue of detective comics like you know three or four times a year that i have no intention of reading and it's just because they have like 12 variant covers and you know yeah. one q1 it's going to be frank quietly or something like that and i'm like ah, all right like i'm just <laughs> gonna buy this book i'm not gonna read it i just wanted the cover and then I get it home i set it down i look at it and i'm like shit they got me again <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're, you're you're your own worst enemy <laughs> yeah for sure totally no that's cool though um and uh, yeah i haven't started reading it yet i might wait for the trade um but uh yeah no um looks like a lot, lot of fun and, and mark miller uh back at his best yeah definitely yeah that's oh, awesome yeah that's what i've been asking cool man yeah 100 percent, man and um, when when does the Kickstarter begin? Uh, May first, so it'll go May first through May thirtieth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anybody... So May first is today, as 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 it as this episode goes on air. Oh, so, great! Okay, um, people can go go search Tower of Death on uh, on Kickstarter and, and check it out right there. Yeah, I hope it's going well on our first day. Um, yeah, and sure yeah, it's a. Uh, I was going to say there's previews here and there. But I mean, everything will be on the campaign page. So go there. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, have you got any cons planned throughout the year at all? Not this year. Uh, I'm kind of trying to make my plan for working my way up to that. Uh, I would like to go to, mm-hmm. I would like to become kind of a regular at C2E2 because it's close to me. Mm. Uh, nice. But I, I, I feel like I need like a minimum threshold of stuff to put on a table first. So mm-hmm. it might be like another year before I really kind of get serious about that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, what about you? Are you uh, are you going to venture across the pond for anything? Oh, I, I really want to. Um, I definitely want to do New York at some mm-hmm. point. Um, that'd be a dream to to either just go as a as a you know as a punter yeah. or um, or go as an actual you know exhibitor. Um, so yeah, no um i'd love to or if there's a spare couch going i'll uh i'll, I'll be more than happy to to go to c2e2 with you <laughs> yeah i mean it was there's a there's a couple couches uh and plenty of floor and uh possibly even a tent we can erect somewhere for you awesome. um yeah Sounds there's good. um is thought bubbles in over there right yes. do you go to that one very often yes yeah 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 so i i tabled there last year and i'll be okay. tabling there again this year I managed to get in. So did that go well? Um, Is that good? That's a good trip. Yeah, yeah, it went really well. So two days, really steady. Um 
and uh, yeah, it's yeah, a decent amount of um, of uh, fans and things. So um, yeah, no, went went really well. Um, nice, and uh, I, I highly recommend it. I actually managed to to speak with Zach Kaplan when uh, uh, okay. during Thought Bubble last year, which was really cool because I mean right. Zach, I've had Zach on the show before, and I've mm. you know exchanged a couple of emails with him about some ideas. But I'm properly speaking to him face to face was really good because he, he he's quite an inspiration. I think yeah, um, he's right. he's got a really good work ethic and. Um, he's, uh, he's a really, you know, yeah, he's, I, I like his, his work. It's weird. It's weird seeing how tall people are in real life. That's always my, my big yes. thing. That's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm much taller than Zach. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's almost like we're all, I feel like this is something that would happen if like you ran into like Jake Gyllenhaal in real life randomly or something. Mm. And you realize that he's like five, yeah. nine and you're like, Oh wow. You're yeah, like a normal sized guy. I think of you as being like, you know, 700 feet tall in a film screen. Yeah. And I, I feel like we've done that to each other. Having these remote relationships mm. is now we, we don't even know how to encounter each other in the flesh. And when we do, it's like, yeah. Oh wow, this is okay. This is different no it's pretty nuts isn't it um because yeah. yeah no just just on on that note i mean how how tall are you renton i'm five nine five nine there you go bingo i'm <laughs> saying so, yeah, i'm six two um okay so, yeah. like it's like uh yeah no you like when i met zach zach's probably i don't know five seven maybe something like yeah. that um so i like, tried wow. getting away with dissing jake gyllenhaal and i uh, came right <laughs> back around to get me <laughs> damn it yeah, six two. That's uh, good. Yeah, no, no. Um, but uh, yeah, um, what's I'm even not... funnier is is when I meet somebody that's taller than me. It's like, yeah. whoa, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's got to be that's got to be a, a rare sight for you. Most people just fit under your armpit for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's crazy when you meet meet a six sixer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't even I don't even know if I could fathom that. <laughs> just. uh Small Shire folk over here in the Midwest. So. <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, Renton Hawkey, thank you so much for returning to Comics for the Apocalypse. Thanks as again, always, Sam. It's, it's been a real pleasure. Um, and uh, yeah, as always, you're, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, I had a blast. If you've ever got a gap in your schedule and you want me to come on, I'm sure I can have something to talk about. It's always fun to talk to you. 100%, man. Well, take care and best of luck with the campaign. Thanks, man. Ciao for now. See ya. Thanks again to Renton for being on Comics for the Apocalypse. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever podcast service you use, as not only will let me know that you liked it, but believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Renton's work, or follow him on social media. Those links are in the show notes, along with our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene's website at comicscene.org for comic news and other fun sequential art stuff. And finally, as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the near future, I'll see you next time. Bye for now.